Sunday, everybody. This is a Politini with Dan and Meg. How are you today? Fantastic. How are you? I always feel funny asking you that question because we drive in together, so I already know. I know. I literally pick you up. (laughs) So for now on, I should just pick you up when we don't talk. That's fine. Well, we won't talk until we get here. We're at that point in our, our gay lesbian marriage where it's like <laughs> silence is golden and that's cool and we don't have to do anything. We fine. never have that awkward silence. No. It's like, no, I, I'm just going to sit here. <laughs> but we're also okay like with the silence. Like That's perfectly fine. That's when you know you're truly comfortable with someone. Absolutely. Jim and I talk about that all the time when we're like doing a road trip, which I hate road trips. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, why aren't you talking? I'm like, because we're married and you don't have to talk all the time. No. And it's okay to be silent. It's like people have been married for 40 years mm-hmm. <laughs> when I turned 40 in 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, it's like, that's okay. It is. But um, it's good to see you. It's good to see you. Yeah. And now I think about our road trip to North Carolina. Do we go to North Carolina or South? 13 hours oh, yeah, each way <laughs> to get the psycho terrorist dog that yeah. I currently call my own. <laughs> but there was so many times for hours we would just be in silence uh-huh. and I'm okay with that. And it's totally fine. Yeah. Like forced conversation. I'm like, oh, please just Oh, and then we would it. listen to like political podcasts and then we would, you know, yeah. <laughs> discuss how beautiful West Virginia actually is. <laughs> minus Joe Manchin. Um, I was shocked by that. I know. It is a really pretty state. <laughs> I'm is. not going to lie. Yeah. They um, must put a lot of money into the, but it was like the side of the expressway was just like, Right. There was not one piece of garbage. And I was like, no. how do we get that? And gas was really cheap. So Really cheap. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, no, uh, yesterday I had a, a family Christmas party, which was really fun. Um, usually, it, I remember back in the day, back in the day, um, there were <laughs> quite a day. few people that it was like over 100 people. Now it was a little smaller because everybody's sick. So, mm. no, not a lot of people came. But um, it was great. We make all the traditional Italian dishes. I make the calamari. Uh, there was baked masacholi. My aunt Grace made her signature eggplant. Um, it was so good, um, and it was a lot of fun. Um, and then afterwards, unbeknownst to me, apparently there's a new ritual where some of my mom's cousins go to the brewery down the street for fun a beer ones. afterwards because <laughs> you can't drink there because it's at a church. Um, but can you? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I have club soda, quote unquote. Um, but uh, no, it was really fun to see everybody. And uh, my Aunt Grace, I'm giving her a shout out because she said she was going to listen today. Hi, Aunt um, Grace. Uh, really likes talking politics. And she also hates Donald Trump. So I, she, she, she was already my favorite. I was going to say, my kind of lady. She is, my, she is still my favorite. <laughs> it's, it's just really fun to hear her talk. And um, uh, in, local politics aside, because nobody liked Lori Lightfoot. And you know, mm-hmm. it was a whole, like, you know, whatever. But, like, she really is just like Donald Trump cannot win re-election. And, You're like, say it louder for the people yeah. in the back. <laughs> and my, my, uh, my mom's cousin... Um, I'll name her, Gina. Shout out to Gina. Uh, had the question of if they voted in the primary mm-hmm. in Illinois and pulled a Republican ballot and voted for somebody other than Trump just to make sure that he wasn't the nominee from an Illinois standpoint, mm-hmm. I guess. They were wondering if that would help in the general. And I, my theory, and they asked Jim this question and Jim was like, no, don't. And but he's like, but ask Dan. Um, and I was like, I don't, I don't think so because I do think I, I love Joe Biden. Joe Biden has been very successful in what he's been doing. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people love Joe Biden right now because when you're the president and things aren't going right, then you're you're the one that everybody blames. Yeah. Um, I do think that if there was a, God forbid, Ron DeSantis or Nikki Haley, Oof. 
on the top of the ticket. I I don't I don't know. I don't I don't know how that would go in the general. Me neither. I'm trying to think that yeah, I don't think that would help. I if think you Trump needs to be at the top of the ticket. Oh god. I I, I, I do. But also and we'll talk about like the, the 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 slim margins that Biden won by right. against Trump in certain states. And and but, we could also talk about how he was talking about being a dictator on day one. Oh, we're going like, to chat about that, yeah. But these are all the things that, like, this should deter some people from voting for him. And it's not, they're, they're not even looking away. They're right. not even flinching. It's yeah. still nothing this guy does, it, like, is wrong in their eyes. Right. Well, we're going to talk about how the country is apparently marching toward fascism. Um at a ridiculously alarming pace. Um, but before we do that, uh, our best friend Jim from Chicago is on the line. Uh, we'll take your call. Hey, Jim, how are you? Good morning. Uh, I have this uh, foreboding over Iowa. I can't get Iowa out of my mind. I was stuck there once uh, at the dog track years ago with a guy from the uh, Irish Republican Army and a friend of mine. And I never went back. And I refused to go back. But this is really strange. You've got the media leading up to this uh, debacle in Iowa. You've got the three candidates uh, saying that, oh, no, I don't know, Trump has got chaos. He's chaos. So, you know, just half-hearted attempts and trying to dislodge a criminal, an absolute criminal, yeah. that 50 years ago, as God is my witness, I was in a Republican bar. I was working out uh, in the suburbs somewhere. And I could tell just by the rhythm of the news media and the uh, newspapers that Nixon was on his way out. Hmm. And it was the summer. And I made a sizable wager with these, these Republicans that Nixon would be out by Thanksgiving. But I could tell because in those days... They didn't want a criminal in the White House. Mm -hmm. They didn't want a person who wanted to fix the uh, election. They, both parties, said, "No, no, this is the, this is too far. We we've got to have somebody who's got at least the integrity to uh, count the votes and and, and uh, carry on the history of the United States." But apparently, George Bush, like, where's George Bush Jr. in this affair? Why he, the Supreme Court held? Why? That why why isn't he out in front and telling the vanilla Republicans not to vote for this criminal? No, I agree with you. And I think it's funny. George W. Bush like uh, was kind of hiding in the shadows after his presidency because he was, he, you know, the worst president. But then after Donald Trump, he kind of emerged. Well, no, you're exactly right. No, 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 I get to somebody worse, so I'll just hide out here. You know, I'll just hide out and then, you know. In 20 years, if I can outlive everybody, I'll say he, was, he wasn't the worst, you know. Right. Even it's like, it's like her, it, came out and uh, yeah. supported Joe Biden. And, and, and like, that, yeah. it, that's, people realize but we that. Shouldn't, we, we shouldn't be in this position with this criminal. We shouldn't be in this position. This, the, this is so strange to be in this position. I agree completely. And, and, and I guarantee you that the Internet, which... Is 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 it, 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 2016 when he won the thing? I told my nephew, I, was, I stuck with him. I was absolutely, I, I was stunned. You know, uh -huh. I said, you know, this is a, this is definitely a, a an internet election. I said, this these people, you can't tell me that I, I was on the street 
And I didn't hear uh, you know, Hillary's emails and all this right. other baloney. Benghazi, all uh, that. Yeah. But well, see, that's what makes it. And then, and then you throw. I hate to take up too much time, but I, you throw in like a, a, a this uh, disaster in the Middle East, this uh, tragedy, mm-hmm. and you put that in October seventh of twenty twenty four. Yeah. And then wonder what happens. We've got to sit around and white knuckle out an election that, with, a, with a criminal. I mean, it's just too much to take. Anyway, you guys have a good week. And think of Iowa. Iowa, Iowa, Iowa. Iowa. Dear God. Anyway. I'm sorry you were stuck there at one point, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 well, yeah, don't worry. I got out of there by, by chitty chin chin. Anyway, you guys have a good I'm glad you're back in Chicago, Jim. <laughs> have a good week. Have a good week, too. guys. Take care. Bye-bye. I really appreciate it. Bye. Um, we're going to take a quick break here, and then uh, we'll be back with uh, Palatini with Dan and Meg. Happy Sunday. This is a Palatini with Dan and Meg. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. Thanks for joining us. Um, if you want to join the conversation, we always love uh, when Jim from Chicago calls in. He's one of my favorite people. Uh, if you want to join in, uh, the phone number is 773-763-9278 uh, to chat about any topic that you want. I like how when you said thanks for joining us. I thought you were going to say to me, like, you said, how am I doing? I'm thanks always... for joining me. I was like, I'm surprised I'm here, too. <laughs> Oh, please. My husband had to wake me up because I slept through my alarm. So and I texted. I was like, extra early. Yeah, you were here really early in my house. That was, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I got no sleep. Yeah, so your weekend, you had fun with like your family. And I had the best time yesterday. We went up north. My cousin, uh, Maggie, she's, you know, found out she was pregnant, mm-hmm. then found out she was having twins. And then yesterday was the gender reveal. So she's having Twin baby boys. Oh my goodness! Yes. Oh, that's so. We're yeah, we're gonna have little twins in the family. Oh, thank you for the yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, and then right after, um, Maverick got down on one knee and proposed. So it was like a double. So many things, right? It was a double whammy. How did your like head not explode with all of the surprises? I don't know. I think all of us were like in tears and just super excited because he's he's an amazing guy. Oh man, and. uh, just to see, like, the two of them just so happy. And then, yeah. obviously, like, finding out little baby boys in the family. And, oh, hmm. it was super exciting. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I have to uh, say, uh, my nephew Liam is watching, uh, and he says, hey, Hi, Gunkel and Megan. Um, but then we also had a comment on our thing from uh, our, our good friend, Bob Smith. Uh, who asked uh, when we uh, Megan and I hosted the Patty Vasquez show on what was that Thursday 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 and I mentioned that I'm a uh, recovering Republican <laughs> and <laughs> I like the recovering and he wanted to know what what happened so I used to be a Republican I used to watch Fox News all day and mm-hmm. you know be that person uh, and then I think I just saw the light and I was like people need health care women deserve reproductive rights. Yeah. Uh, seniors need to be supported. Veterans need to be supported. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't need to defund Social Security. 
Um, we don't need to do useless wars. So that's I, I guess I just saw the light, and now <laughs> now I'm as far left as you can yeah, get. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm fine being called a democratic socialist because that is. Yeah. <laughs> you look at Denmark, and Norway, and, and Finland, and they're living great lives, working really well, it was really well for them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I so, like that yeah. Bob does. Uh, he, you know, he. I, I do in. like that he comments. Yeah. He does. He yeah. comments. Um, <clears throat> and clearly, he was you know listening in on the Patty Vasquez show and listening in on our show. So yeah. I like that Bob. Pretty much, I guess, does the same thing that we do. Yeah. How your husband all the time is like, why are you watching Fox News? Oh, I, I still watch Fox News all the time. Yeah. You have to, you have you to, have to know. hear what the crazies are talking about. But you have to go on. <laughs> that's probably what Bob is saying about us. <laughs> Sorry, Bob. Um, well, but Bob listens to us because you have to hear what the crazies are exactly. talking about. So there you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it works on both sides. <laughs> yeah. Um, but speaking of uh, women's reproductive rights, uh, there was an interesting case in uh, oh Texas God. this week. Yeah. So I was kind of dumbfounded when I saw this. Uh, her name's Kate Cox in Texas. She's 20 weeks pregnant. And her doctor said that, you know, the pregnancy, it's no, I guess the, the fetus has a genetic condition and it's, it's just, it's not going to survive. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a mother that desperately wants to have more children. She's trying to come to terms with the fact that you know her her baby daughter is is not going going to survive right. and the longer that she goes on with this pregnancy more likely they said it could um have life changing mm-hmm. like altering effects that she could potentially not be able to carry like in the future but also like her life could be at risk right and of course being texas it has these which is such a great state right yeah um but they have the strictest abortion bans and Again, when you look because Roe versus Wade was overturned. Um, but, yeah, she brought this to – she got a lawyer mm-hmm. because, of course, they're, they're denying it. And her doctors are, are saying that she needs to have an abortion. Right. She got, an, a lawyer, she got a lawyer um, and the Supreme Court in, in Texas is denying this. Mm. So now she's literally, literally carrying a fetus. Well, I, I thought she was allowed to – to allow to have it no oh she's well, not allowed to oh well okay so so, so the texas <clears throat> supreme court oh so i think it was a district court that did it and then supreme oh court yeah so the lower court the lower court that it was okay and then yeah yeah but then the texas supreme court turned around yeah. and uh jumped in and now they're temporarily blocking it so now her her life is just in limbo yeah. sitting well, there waiting even, for them to decide even when the lower court said it was okay mm-hmm for a woman to make her own health care decisions. Um, the uh, Texas Attorney General, I forget his name, uh, was threatening to sue any uh, hospital, doctor, or clinic mm-hmm. that performed the procedure. Right. So it's like, so the lower court said you can do this, mm-hmm. and then the Attorney General was like, but we'll sue you if you do it. Right. And so... So then who who in that position would right. want to do it? So then it's now you're putting your medical license at stake right. if you continue to do it yeah. or potentially facing criminal charges. Some people actually, I think uh, some of the uh, uh, legislation that's been proposed is death. Yeah. So like if you have an abortion, then you can be put to death also. And we're like, what country so we're, do we're we We're a pro-life in? party here in the Republican Party, <laughs> my former party. Yeah. Um, so also another reason, Bob Smith, why I'm not a Republican yeah. <laughs> anymore. Um, but I no, like how- it's crazy. 
I like how their first argument is like, well, that's a human life. You're ending a human life. Well, now you're talking about ending a human life. Also, it's a human life based on a religious perspective, right? Right. So in, in the in the Jewish faith, uh, the 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 fetus or the child is mm-hmm. is part of the mother and is not an individual until birth. Right. So separation of church and state yes or it's like it's okay for freedom of religion just not your religion but also like just mind your business yeah exactly like i don't walk around every day thinking what is going on in that person's life and now that's going to affect me no just mind your business right exactly that's exactly it. if i want to go have an abortion that is my right to do it is my body my choice. Yeah. I get to do that. And if you don't want an abortion, if you don't agree with abortions, don't get one. Right. If you don't exactly. agree with gay marriage, don't get gay married. I like, like that. that's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I like, I, I like the argument when people were talking about the vaccine yeah. and they're like, well, my body, my choice. No, no, no. That is a sickness that if you're carrying it now, that's affecting my life. Yeah. So that's a whole different story. Right. Me having an abortion or me being pregnant does not affect your life in any way. But you being being irresponsible, walking around, just coughing on everybody yeah. and spreading germs, that's affecting me. Well, it's like if you're blind, don't drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those, these are basic restrictions that like yeah. protect the greater public. So if there is something like, I don't know, a pandemic right. that can be solved... With a vaccine, yeah. get the vaccine. And exactly. if you're complaining and you're pissed about people that can't go out to the grocery store, can't go to restaurants, mm-hmm. get the vaccine. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. We, we talked about this uh, last night uh, at the, or yesterday at the Christmas party because I always sit with my, my core group of cousins and we like to just the smart ones, the smart ones, yeah. <laughs> um, and we talked about this. Uh, the one that I'm referring to doesn't listen to the show anyway, um, but. Uh, we went to a party during like i always say like the latter half of covid but covid is still a thing so get boosted i'm already on the conspiracy train of masks, like you know, yeah. what's the sickness going on right now right. is it covid 2.0 but we went to we went to a birthday party for one of my our neighbors and it was we we tested before mm-hmm. everybody was negative and it was a, a pretty large gathering um and then we got called down on Facebook for going to the party, um, but not going to Easter. You remember this whole debacle yeah. on Facebook? And it's it like, well, I, I, yeah. I go with a group that yeah. has made the correct choices. I didn't go ones. to Easter because they weren't vaccinated. Exactly. So I'm not doing that. No. You know? <laughs> and my sister, who's protecting her kids like none other, who are all three of them are sick because mm-hmm. there's something going around. Um, she's like, I'm not taking my kids there. I'm like, yeah, yeah absolutely not. And, but then she's like, well, you know, you went to this party and blah, 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 and this and that. With and all vaccinated people, and we all tested ahead of time. Well, right. not we, but you know. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, it, but it was like, it, it, if if you're playing safe, mm-hmm. it's cool. Like, yeah. that's the thing, right? Because they were, they were like, you have to be have a negative test. You have to, you know, if you're not feeling, like, wear a mask. Do whatever mm-hmm. you want. Cool. I'm not going to associate with people that don't do that and it was also the same group that was practicing social distancing and everything so yeah, it's exactly like, right yeah if you're making all the correct or safe choices yeah. to at least try to eliminate it right i'd surround myself with those people uh-huh. other people absolutely not well we had Again. we i called it our little bubble during the mm-hmm. pandemic like the people that we were we didn't even get together because you were in um where did you live elgin or um no. oh god elmhurst elmhurst no you were when we were doing the Palatini, the Facebook Live stuff. Um, 
Oh, um, Glenn Ellen. Glenn Ellen. Thank yeah. you. Okay, close enough. But Elgin? <laughs> I didn't know. All right. We couldn't even see each other. We had to do it virtually. Okay? We had to learn all the technology. No offense to anybody that lives in Elgin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Elgin's nice. Um, no, We but, just had a rival football team there, so it's always like, ew. I don't know sports. Oh, it's not a thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Um, but anyway, back to the topic at hand. Um, it's 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 insane. And I've known people that have had to have abortions. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a video that, uh, what's her name, Katie Cox? Uh, yeah, Kate yeah, Cox. Katie Cox, Kate Cox, um, that she posted. Um, it's not an easy decision. No, it's not people just like, hey, going for an abortion today, let's go celebrate. Right. Like, she is devastated over it. This, and this is not something she wants to do. It's not right. like she just wants to terminate her pregnancy. Right. Like, she wants to continue on and build a family and have kids. But also, she shouldn't be on the screen making these videos. And, I mean, you could hear the, the anguish, like, in her voice and everything. Right. Like, now, to tell her story. Yeah. This should be a private story between her it's, and her family and her it, doctors. It's It's a... It's a devastating decision to have to make. I think people Absolutely. like I think especially the Republicans or Donald Trump says they want to have it like, you know, on the day before birth or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's not a thing. No. It's not like a revolving door of people just wanting abortions. That's not <laughs> yeah, a thing. The last week, like and right also before Donald delivery, Trump is like, probably, hey, now I want to. Right. No. And also Donald Trump has probably paid for his fair share of abortions, allegedly. Yeah. Um, I like how but, all these people making these decisions are men. Yeah. Right. You can't carry a baby. You don't have a say so. Um, my mother just yelled at me because we were spilling family secrets. Oops. Sorry, Mom. Um, okay, thanks for listening and watching, though. Um, but it, it's 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 not an easy decision. And at the point where, like, in, in some pieces of legislation uh, in certain states, when they propose the abortion ban, they leave out the instances of rape and incest. And the fact that that's a thing... And also, like, a 13-year-old girl. And also, like... Yeah. What, like That's sick. Yeah. It is sick. It is sick. And it says more about the people making those laws than about the people that are, are going through those situations. Mm-hmm. And I just... Again, it's men that are making those it's decisions. It's a bunch of old white men yeah. legislating about women's bodies. And and then the, they're the first ones that once the baby's born, it's like, oh, no help to, you know, to the mom to raise that child. No, you know. It's pro-life until you're alive. <laughs> yeah, until you're alive. And, and then, then it's we like, don't nope. care what happens to you. You know, yeah. I was, there was uh, quite a few people, especially everything that's going on with like the migrant situation. Um, there's so many people that are like, we don't even take care of our, our vets here. We don't even take care of the homeless here. Everybody and, says that. Yeah. And my thing is like, when I look at these people that are, you know, making these comments and it's like, um. But you don't do anything either. Right. Those are the same people that I don't see going out and taking clothes to the homeless. I don't see them writing letters to elected officials saying that, you know, we need better programs for vets that come home. I, those are the same people that are voting Republican that are eliminating, you know, mental health stuff that, mm-hmm. I mean, that is for, yeah. you know, a lot of it was for, um, Vets that, you know, come right. home that deal with mental health right. issues. And it's like, if you're going to sit there and run your mouth constantly about like, well, we don't do anything for the people right now. It's like, well, you're part of the problem, too, because you don't you don't help in any way either. Right. Well, it's like um, when they were trying to figure out how to fund the government, you know, because, mm. you know, the government actually doesn't really function right now because <laughs> the House of Representatives is a cluster. You know what? Getting nothing. Um, they uh, I think it was. um 
Sean Hannity or Laura Ingram, I was taught, again, watching Fox, Fox News, <laughs> um, basically said, like, continued funding of um, the uh, the VA. But what they left out was um, that they were actually wanting to cut funding for the VA. But it was continued funding, but they were actually going to cut yeah, it. It was like, just read, read the and fine also, print. It's like, everyone was like, oh, we can't take in migrants until we take care of our veterans. We've been saying we need to take care of our veterans for the last, like, four decades. Yeah, and Why happens. have we not? And the so ones that what? always vote against anything that has to do with veterans, yeah. if you read the bills, are Republicans. Right, yeah. And then it was also, okay, okay so sorry, before we go to break, Mother, I'm sorry, again, I'm t- spilling more family drama. Oh, God. Uh, my aunt, at one point, this is years ago shared about how um, uh, Starbucks was going to hire uh, uh, migrants or, uh, individ- or um, immigrants. Mm-hmm. And um, my aunt posted, like, why are you hiring immigrants before you hire our veterans? And I, like, literally posted the article that said Starbucks started a veteran hiring program and hired a crap ton of veterans. Right. So now they're hiring immigrants. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is the thing. <laughs> it's a thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, before you just have those one-liners that just, like, right. think it's a, I gotcha line. Yeah. It's like, look into it. Don't just share things on Facebook. Do your research, yes. people. Uh, let's take a quick break, and then we're going to chat with our friend Steve uh, from the Gold Coast. Uh, we'll see you guys in a minute. Everybody. Welcome back. This is Sunday with a Palatini with Dan and Meg. Hello. Thanks for joining us. You too, Meg. <laughs> um, I don't know why that made just, me laugh as, so I'm, as I'm adjusting my seat, which I learned from Lady B, is Dick Kay's former chair. So yes. I, I feel like I'm... I was going to say you were fangirling when you found that out. I love Dick Kay. I'm very happy for um, you. But we've got Steve on the Gold Coast. How's it going, Steve? Fine, thank you. And I do think it's an important issue with regard to the the question of abortion because it continues to impact public policy, elections, the judiciary. I mean, you can go on and on and on. And the reality is that for generations, the conservatives in this country didn't actually want to overturn Roe. What they wanted was the issue. Because mm-hmm. of- oh, oh no, we lost Steve. Steve, oh, no. Steve, call back in, please. <clears throat> so, um, please, Steve, come back. <laughs> please, Steve. We love we love when Steve calls. Yeah, hello. Oh, oh, there. Hey, there you are. Okay, sorry. Carry on. Yes, I don't. I don't know what happened. Might be in a, in a dead zone. But yeah. So I mean, it was a great way to galvanize support to get people out to the polls, especially the pro lifers. Yes. Yeah, so, but the reality was that okay, once they were able to stack the court and overturn Roe. Uh, it, it created a huge backlash from uh, people who were not just on the left, but the centrists, even some Republicans, who had pretty much established that, look, on a lot of things we don't agree with liberals, but on this one, yeah, I mean, keep the courts and government out of my right to choose. That's up to me. And so, you know, now they're at this sort of crossroads. They're, they have to face this conundrum of, okay, we got what we were promising our constituents, except now we're paying for it. Well, it's a, and they, it, they it, say it's, it's like the dog chasing the car once the dog gets the car. Yeah, they caught the car. Yeah. 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 What are they going to do? Exactly. Exactly. And and, uh, it is unlike some issues, you know, where you can just say, you can say it's either or. 
Um, this, uh, uh, with the case of, of abortion or choice, however you want to frame it, you know, uh, most Americans are somewhere in the middle. So, the, you know, most people do not, as you were alluding to earlier, there, there are actually states where uh, on the books it's technically legal to have mm-hmm. unlimited abortions. But what that is, that's really reserved for uh, health issues. So, in other words, if, you know, a mother of four is in the midst of a pregnancy and it's her seventh month and, you know, her life is in danger – so it may be necessary to terminate the pregnancy so that she stays right. alive. So yes, uh, but but you know, so most Americans are are for the right to choose, but they are. But as you move along that scale, you know, in terms of uh, the the term of the pregnancy, that that declines. So yeah. you know, I, I know of very few people who are out there saying, yeah, you know what? I mean, you know, a, a government should be entirely out of uh, that process. And if a woman walks in seven and a half months pregnant, it's up to her. She doesn't have to give a reason, no health concerns. She can just opt to terminate the pregnancy. She, she met a new guy. Yeah. Uh, and people are not comfortable with that. It's somewhere in the middle. Right. But what the, the essential part of it is that most Americans it, in, in the 21st century agree that it is a right, just like the rest of the developed world. It should be a right that people have and that barring something extraordinary, you know, that, yes, that women should have, a, should have that right, and the government should stay out of it. Uh, and, and again, as you pointed out, if you're going to opt to sort of, you know, foist your religious views, which is where this comes from, this, this isn't out of whole cloth. These people are coming out of especially an evangelical Christian background, many of them, and, uh, and they believe that, that this is what God wants them to do. Well, unfortunately, we live in a secular society, people. We don't live in a theocracy. Well, we, so that's we, point number one. Point we try two, to, but I don't think we actually yeah. do. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, uh, you, you can't you know, force people to leave God at the door when they, mm-hmm. they take office or sit on the court. But right. uh, the other thing is that if, if you actually want to live by the dictates of, of your Bible or Torah or Quran or whatnot, you know, the Bible uh, has a couple of fleeting references with regard to this issue. It has over 3,000 references to what we owe the poor. Yet we, I don't see anybody rushing to make policy on the Republican side, you know, the so-called mm-hmm. Bible bumpers. You know, wh- wh- where, where is all this? This is what the Bible tells us over and over and over again. But your concentration is on a couple of verses uh, on this issue. Right. And so why? Why is that? I mean, at least, you know, don't be a hypocrite. I mean, practically, if you believe that, you, that religion should dictate how we govern in this country, then by all means, let's, let's create public policy that reflects that. But no. Right. Selective create public policy. Well, that's so true. Very selective. That's why I say it's always it's um, it's freedom of persecution of religion in this country, but mm-hmm. just not your religion. It's right. mine, and that's the evangelicals that have been able to yeah. infiltrate. And that's when. And, and this is a uh, point we were talking about when we were on Patty Show. Elections matter, and when Donald Trump was elected, probably one of the most. Um, illegitimate or unqualified individuals, he was able to appoint three Supreme Court justices, which shifted the court for probably the next three decades. Right. Um, and that's what they so the Roe v. Wade that. But also like Donald Trump was a Donald Trump couldn't even vote for himself during the primary because he was a Democrat <laughs> in New York. Yeah. Right? And now I mean, and then he, and he, so he supported that. And then when he was running as a Republican was like, we're going to overturn Roe v. Wade. And he eventually did. Yeah. And then you have states yeah, like I mean, Kansas and Ohio. Correct. You have states like Kansas and Ohio who Kansas mm-hmm. voted in support of abortion rights. Ohio yeah. voted in support of abor- abortion rights. So it's, 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 it's the sentiment of the country. It's like, stay out of my bedroom. Stay away from my body. Yeah. But it's a bunch, like Megan said, a bunch of old white men who are just making legislation or 
appointing people to the or in Trump's case, an old orange man um, who's appointing people to the Supreme Court that overturn right. laws. Sorry, Steve, go. Right. And, and, and let's keep in mind, I mean, they are being rather selective on a number of different levels. So, for instance, you're not seeing as much of the sort of thing that you saw 15 years ago, which was the sort of the anti-gay rhetoric, because they know right. that ship has sailed. Yeah. So instead, they, they're saying to themselves, OK, we can't go after the gays, even though it's not as if they embrace them. But we let's go after the trans people because mm-hmm. they're not as firmly imbe- embedded in terms of societal acceptance yet. So yeah. we can go after them. But go okay, so we won't go after the after the gays anymore because if we do, then that's more backlash. I, I mean, it, it is it is just amazing to me that, that that these people live in this world, this bubble in which, uh, and and the part of the reason that they believe what they do is because they live in the, in this hermetically sealed bubble in which they listen to nothing but each other. They tune into their own news outlets and and whatnot, their comment on uh, social media and so forth. And they honestly believe that a large majority of Americans think as they do, and they're confounded. It's not surprising that so many of them believe that Donald Trump won in 2020 because they didn't know anybody who didn't vote for Donald Trump. Yeah, because right. you live in a bubble. Yeah. You know, the, the, the rest of the world doesn't. And, and so, yeah, a lot of them bought into the whole conspiracy. How could Donald Trump have lost? We all voted for him. We didn't know anybody who didn't. Well, yeah, because, again, you need to expand your horizons. <laughs> yeah, no, right. that's true. Well, and you mentioned the trans issue, too. It's... Um, uh, they're going after kids too, transgender children. Right. Um, we talked about this on Patty's show that uh, there was a piece of legislation. I think it was a Republican from Kansas, actually, that proposed it, and uh, they wanted to uh, enable cafeteria or school employees f- uh, to prevent giving lunches to children that identify as LGBT because they it was against their view. So now, so now we in in America we also have. Student lunch debt. So mm-hmm. kids go into debt because they can't afford to pay for their lunch. Now they want to just not feed the kids at all if they identify as LGBT. Again, let's make sure you have the child. Right. But now if you have the child and, and they are possibly gay or trans, now it's starve them. Yeah. Where's your moral compass okay, at? Yeah, I mean, well, where does that... And where does that end exactly? So, in other words, uh, you know, a lot of people who are Christians oppose, for instance, premarital sex. Okay, mm-hmm. so in other words, if they find out that X child was born out of wedlock, um, or their parents are divorced, mm-hmm. which is again something that many uh, uh, people who are devoutly religious oppose. So, I can I cannot not to feed any of these individuals either. Right. I mean, you know, you, where does it end? And that's uh, that's the scary part is the, I don't think they have a the, cutoff point. I was going to say I, I think that <clears throat> there is no endpoint. I think mm. they would just keep going. Yeah. Right. We have a speaker of the house, Mike Johnson, who thinks that God came and talked to him and that he's Moses. <laughs> yeah. He also shares an app with his son that monitors or keeps them um, uh, liable for their porn viewage or something yeah. like that. Which is right. so like wait, well, you know, why so, is it that all of why is it that all of these people who, who are so, you know, devoutly religious and supposedly moral are the ones you find out ha- are engaged in the most bizarre behaviors? I mean, yeah, every time so I hear one of these people, I say to myself, OK, start the clock. Yep. Let me find out how long before it's going right. to be. OK, had a relationship with a gay prostitute yeah. or, you know, was found fooling around with an underage kid or, something. you know, I'm so just true. waiting. How long does it take a year or two years? I mean, how long is it going to well, take? If you, to find if, out? you if you uh, there's um Grinder, which is a, uh, we'll call it a dating, <clears throat> excuse me, a dating app. Um, they always post every time after the RNC, the Republican National Convention, mm-hmm. wherever that, wherever the city is that, that that's in, like their usage goes way up. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> all the Republicans yeah. visiting yeah. that are secretly on there. And I always say that you are safer in a bathroom with a drag queen than you are with a Republican. Hundred percent. So yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I mean, you know. It, and this is the last point, and I think it's an important one. I mean, you know, these are people who feel that, you know, that society is changing and it doesn't look anything like it did when they were growing up or when their parents were alive. And it's it's frightening to them. You know, the idea that America is is more multicultural, more multiracial. It's not as religious as it used to be. I mean, all of these things are, are it's just frightening to these and, and people. And then on top of that, you add the fact that, you know, guess what? A lot of them are having problems paying their bills and keeping up. So along right. comes a demagogue like Trump who will tell you, you know what, the, all of those people on the left and the people who don't look like you or worship like you, or that, they're to blame for all your problems, as if, you know, you don't have a job because of some immigrant who, you know, who, who does, does some job that you would never do to begin with. That's exactly you know, right. But uh, it's easy to blame. Right, exactly. So in other words, it's not uh, these people are coming here to, uh, seeking a better life. No, no, no. They're, they're all packing uh, pounds of fentanyl on their back. You know, yeah, that's, right. what, they're, that's what they're doing. So that, that's the, if you watch the Republican debate the other day, that's exactly the way it was framed. They're like, yeah. you know, the, the, we need to stop them from bringing in the fentanyl. Really? Like one in 10,000 might do that. Okay, what about the 9,999? It was quite, the, was quite the clown show, that debate. Um, uh, but also, meanwhile, debate? we have multi-million dollar companies that are, you know, pushing prescription drugs on our our uh, <laughs> resident or right. citizens, but no, it's cool. It's the immigrants with the fentanyl, though. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Not not the not the Sackler family that actually created yeah. the yeah. addiction yeah. crisis in America. No, no. Yeah, and they're running home to the bank, and they're they're making all their just cashing in on it. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. And, it, and it would be a, it'd be a wonderful system if all of us had, had that same kind of privilege. You know, so if I rob a bank. And then take the money and make more money from it, and then I and I get caught. Okay, well you have to pay back part of the money that you that you stole. Mm-hmm. You get to keep the rest of it, and you don't and you don't have to go to prison. Okay, because that's essentially the deal that the Sackler family made. We call, I mean, we, we we call those white collar crimes, where you know, <laughs> white collar crimes are okay. My uh, my old my one of my favorite bosses. I won't name her name. Um, uh, made a comment, and uh, I, I was. Uh, she's a black woman, and we were talking about something that was affecting my job that I had to communicate to the commu- the company or whatever. And I'm like, uh, "Do you think this guy's going to go to jail?" And my boss, she goes, "Oh, white men don't go to jail." I'm like, "Oh." She goes, if it was me, I'd be in jail. I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. All right. Good deal. Yeah. It's like that. Is- well, and that's mean, exactly what happened. He had to pay a people- fine, and that was it. Yeah. Well, to be fair, most of the people in this country who are incarcerated are white men. <laughs> That's one. And two, right. uh, yes, there are a lot of uh, white-collar criminals uh, that, that are in, in prison. But the, the reality is that on an institutional level, if you do what the Sacklers did or, for instance, the, you know, the, the financial debacle of 2008, you know, the, the reason that really no one went to jail or was prosecuted was because the entire industry was part and parcel of it. So what were you going to do? You were going right. to, you, to, uh, to prosecute every CEO, every CFO, right. every major corporate executive, every investment bank in America and brokerage firm? No. I mean, how the economy would have collapsed. Right. So uh, obviously they opted not to, despite the fact that they all deserve to be prosecuted. They knew right. full well what they were doing. But, you know, but, you know, you do it today. Yeah. You as an individual will be prosecuted. But yeah. if you're part of a large enough group that's empowered enough. Yeah, they can't go after you. And what it, are those? It's just not going to work. What did those supposed capitalists do when they were in trouble? They ran to the government. So it's called. <laughs> right. You, yeah, you, yeah. You privatize yeah, the yeah, winnings so and you socialize the losses. Yeah. Social, 
social exactly socialism is a terrible thing except when we need the help of government exactly you know but yeah. all other times no it's a terrible thing it's awful steve care, we love guys. it when you call in yes, uh you have you. a great you have, you have a, a great one. day all right let's take a quick break and we'll be back with a Politini with dan and meg Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back. It is Sunday. Apologini with Dan and Meg. Welcome. 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 To me, too. <laughs> to you, too. Yeah. That's why I said it three times. Yeah, right. um, uh, we want to say thanks to Dylan for making it look like we know what we're doing here in the studio. Thank you, um, Dylan. Uh, but you, you have a, a, we have an event coming dun, up. Dun, dun. This Friday. This Friday. Yeah. December 15th. Gracie O'Malley's mm-hmm. Six Corners. From 8 p.m. to 11, but you could stay later and hang out with us. And it's, what, 4058 Milwaukee? Yes. Yeah. We are hosting um, our third. It is our third. It is our third. We yeah. did the first one was a brunch. The second one was a dinner one. And this is another evening one. Because sports ruin everything. We can't, <laughs> we can't do Sunday mornings anymore, apparently. But we are hosting another uh, drag evening. It's Dragging Through the Snow. And you could go on Gracie O'Malley's. You could go on their Facebook and... Click the link for Eventbrite, and you can purchase your tickets. $20 ticket for the show, and then $35 for the show and a drink package. And they do... And it's all you can drink. Oh, all you drink for the three hours is well drinks, yeah. beer, wine and selection. Wine, yeah. um, we're still compiling a, a Palatini. A yeah, we're trying to get Palatini a signature Palatini. We'll, we'll, figure, it we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We're trying. Yeah, we're trying. Um, but yeah, come hang out with us and... Get your tickets. Hurry up before they go all, yeah. uh, all are sold out. Yeah. So Gracie O'Malley's this Friday, eight to eleven. I like it. Um, it's 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 really fun. Well, it's we a, go there often, most Sundays. After yeah, we'll this. probably be there later today. <laughs> um, but no, and so Meg and I MC it. There are four fabulous drag queens that are going to be performing. Yes. Um, and Meg and I do trivia. There are prizes. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. Um, so come on out and support the local businesses. That's really yes. Fun. Yeah. Um, so I did, I do, I always have to do this every Sunday. Oh my God, what? I have to I'm remind nervous. people that Donald Trump could be our next president. Yeah, and you remind me of that every day. I'm, I'm because we need to talk about it. I know. Every day. But it's devastating. Um, he did a town hall with Sean Hannity. We talked about this on Thursday Oof, with Pat yes. Um He's dismissing the fact that he said that he was going to be a dictator just on day one. That's it, though. Just the first day. And then he's going to and then he's he going to go back on the wagon of not being a dictator. I just dictator. can't believe that he was like, I'm yeah. just going to be a dictator uh-huh. for the yeah. first day. So he, in a, in a follow-up interview, he goes, can you believe it? This is their new line, you know. Trump said, here we go again. Russia, Russia, Russia. Mueller, Mueller, Mueller. Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. One hoax after another. Those are not hoaxes. No. When Facebook <laughs> is getting paid in Russian rubles. <laughs> In 2016, that's not a hoax. The okay? facts. When when uh, Bill Barr, like uh, the Mueller report, when he was just like, oh, "We're only going to like provide this much of it," that's not a hoax. No facts. Ho- withholding money to Ukraine before Russia invaded them—that's not a hoax. Also, and facts. we see how that 
how that's going, right? And Thanks, Joe Biden gave them money and mm-hmm. is giving them all of the things, right? Um, but then he says, but no, I'm not a threat. I will save the democracy. The threat is crooked Joe Biden. No. Oh, jeez. Uh-huh. <laughs> and people eat this up. Yeah. They hear it and they eat it up and they're like, this is fantastic. And I'm going with this guy. Yeah. How? How? I, I don't I don't know. And also his uh, his uh, uh, campaign team, uh, he's he's already said that he's going to uh, take retribution against political enemies if he wins in 2024. And his campaign team has rolled out a series of policy proposals that would expand presidential authority over even non-political levers of the federal government. Sounds like a dictator. It, yes. Yeah. And it sounds like they're really planning. So that's why you have to vote people. Get out um, and vote. There was other, one other thing that he said, too. Uh, I mean, I think oh, this is... this is it. Uh, I said I want to be a dictator for one day. And you know why? I want to be a dictator because I want a wall. And I want to drill, drill, drill. How does that even make sense? <laughs> people think that Joe Biden is not cognitively present. I want a wall and I want to drill, drill, drill. That's why I want to be a dictator. That's exactly what was just said <laughs> by somebody who wants to be president of the United States. <laughs> and you know how many people are like, yes. Drill, baby, drill. Go. <laughs> Fracking. Just like buzzwords. That's it. I think that's what it is. As long as they have good buzzwords, it's like I'm in. I don't get it. And I think it's like right now, like we are producing more oil today than any time in American history, including under Trump. So it's like, and he's still like, drill, drill, drill. It's like, we're, also, we're, I doing, think more, we're doing that. More miles of the wall have been built under Biden because, Be- <laughs> because it, was, it was previously funded. Like it was part of a previous piece of legislation right. that, that is occurring, right? And so, I think it was like, I'm not even going to name the number, but it's the equivalent of like three miles of wall that was built under Trump under new funding. And that infrastructure bill oh, that, he, that he never had. But we had infrastructure weeks every week. I can't. I can't. I can't deal. Yeah, Joe Biden gets one of the most comprehensive infrastructure bills passed. Bipartisan, by the way. Yeah. Um, mo- mostly. And then Republicans are saying that they supported it, even though they didn't vote for it. But, yeah. I, <clears throat> so I can't. I, but it is a real possibility that he could be our next president. And I just want to remind people... That there are a few swing states, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, Georgia, Arizona. Uh, Georgia and Arizona, Joe Biden was able to flip from red to blue. Yes. Which is really cool. Let's keep it that way. Um, but the margins are not great. Mm-hmm. It was 49.5 to 49.2 uh, in Georgia. Mm-hmm. That's not a big margin. No. Uh, and you have uh, Kemp, the governor, who's continually pushing black people off of the voting rolls. Right. And we have Stacey Abrams trying to save democracy in Georgia. Because you have voter suppression, uh-huh. not voter fraud. And when you do have voter fraud, it's usually a Republican. It's mostly a Republican that commits <laughs> voter fraud. Yeah. But voter suppression is a real thing. Yeah. Uh, Arizona was 49.4 to 49. So that's a very slim margin. Yeah. Um, Get it together, Arizona. Wisconsin, 49.4 and Trump, 148.8. So I'm still liking a- where Wisconsin's headed. I'm liking I, it. I, I, you know, still makes me nervous. Their governor is doing—he's doing his best, mm-hmm. and they just elected a, a really cool Supreme, Supreme Court. Court. Yeah, yeah. uh huh. Like keep it going. <laughs> and then Pennsylvania was fifty to forty-eight point eight. So I don't—I mean, I don't. It, It's—it's—he could Donald Trump could easily be our next president. Yeah, and that is scary. It is. Get your stuff together, people. Yeah, vote, <laughs> vote, and make sure vote, yeah, that vote, you're actually vote. still registered because it's surprising when you get to the poll. 
you might not be on the list. So you need to verify your registration because people are literally trying to get you to not vote if you listen to the show. And I'm also shocked. Unless you're Trump. Bob Smith who listens to the show, you're probably still in the voting. Well. <laughs> I'm also shocked that Trump is literally naming states and telling people to go out to the polling places yeah. and watch them. It, it only he's, took 80,000 votes for Donald Trump to become president. But he's already trying to intimidate voters. Yeah. By telling his people to go out there and watch. And right. it's like... That, again, voter they, suppression. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. No, I think that in a country of 330 million people, mm-hmm. it only took 80,000 votes for Donald Trump to be president. Yeah. Across three three or four states. Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah. Um, we are doing uh, the quick cocktail here. It is called... What is it called? Eh. Oh, peppermint martini. martini. Yeah. Uh, it is grenadine, san- uh, red sanded sugar, peppermint schnapps, vanilla vodka, and two ounces of half and half. Put it all in, shake it up, and uh, you're good. I won't be drinking that, but somebody else enjoy it. I know. <laughs> uh, this was a polity. Oh, yeah, Bob Smith, 2024 Trump and beyond. Yeah. Okay, Bob, we'll Bye, see Bob. you next week. <laughs> uh, we'll see all of you next week. This is a Politini with Dan and Meg. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Bye.